Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome everybody. It's a brand new episode of Is It Just Me? Yes, you know it well. It's the podcast that makes you realise that the silly stuff is really actually the serious stuff. Amen. The most important stuff. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Joe Elvin. And I'm James Williams. And hello. And we are not messing around today. Oof. We have no. a... We've got the <laughs> wisest lady in all of Britain, she's I an feel. Owl. She's a She's a broadcaster. She's a stylist. She's a writer. She's a beauty entrepreneur. But it doesn't really cover it, does it? She's no. kind of an out-and-out guru. She's a force of nature as well. It's Miss Trini Woodall. Miss Hurricane Trini. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just eating myself in bits thinking, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going very red. But um, there is no word I have to describe because I am slightly insane and I accept it. Um, so I can cover lots of things. No, but you also have, and I feel this is now very common for lots of people, you don't just have one string to your bow, you have many things that you are, professionally, I mean. Yes, pro- <laughs> professionally? I'm a, professionally. I'm a professional. I think, I think life today allows us to have many mm. strings to our blow. To our blow. <laughs> to our blow. That, that was, was a bit really of a Freudian slip, <laughs> wasn't it, It's madam? also because I had some, yeah. some teeth put in my bottom mouth and I'm getting used to talking with them. Oh. My partner says to me, are you lifting for me? And I went to do this, Glamour of the chat, which you wrote yeah, yesterday, yeah. James. And I, I really felt I was very aware of that lithing. So on radio, well, podcast, sorry, old-fashioned terminology for what we're doing. But um, uh, please be aware, I might be a little bit lithby. Now I'll yeah. be very lithby. That's She's fine. not been on the gin, people. I haven't been on the gin. But that's but I... absolutely nothing compared to the drilling that we're contending yes. with. Mm. Sorry if you can hear that, guys. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. It's stopped now, of course. It has, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, it will. Yeah. It'll come halfway through. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Drini, so much going on with you. Um, but obviously really important I mean, I, I, people don't know this but obviously they know you for fashion obviously you know you pioneered the makeover show I would argue I want to talk a little bit later actually about Queer Eye and the new reboot of that and how you yes, feel about it but I mean obviously we know you very much for your style and you are so stylish but you know you're now a beauty boss and, but also it's not like you've just suddenly turned your hand to beauty tell everyone a bit about how I think obsessed always, you are I think are. I was more obsessed with beauty yeah. um, than I was with clothing because I really felt it took me until my 30s to find my uniform and before then I was faffing around in some very unattractive featured taffeta <laughs> numbers and god knows what and flare trousers when they weren't in fashion etc it was the 90s it was the style was, at the time it was the style at the time but this was in the 80s so it wasn't oh the style well the time. then you were ahead of your time <laughs> it was the style 
no, I was really behind because yeah. I was harking back to the 70s, which I'd also been in show. But the thing is that beauty had been a part of my life because I, I, I've said this often, but I had very bad acne from 13 to 30. And anyone who has incredibly bad skin um, then obsessively finds solutions. And Susanna, who I worked with for 20 odd years, had incredible skin. She'd go and have a, a nightly bender to our sleep and, and have this glowy, dewy skin the next morning, which I would have taken four hours to prepare. You know, so I think my, my fascination came then. And then Benetton came out. This is how old I am. Mm. And my fascination for clothes came out. But when I was very little, I was sent away very young to boarding school because I was a bit naughty. And that's why I'm called Trini. My real name is Sarah Jane. And my parents sent me away at six God, I did boarding not know school. that. That's I amazing. did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as a result, um, and, I, uh, and my dad had a friend who wrote the St. Trinia's books. And he said, you're just like these girls. Um, Amazing. And I, I, weirdly, I'll tell you why I was saying, you will find this ironic. Why it's the most it. British story I've ever heard. <laughs> Shall I tell you why you'll love this story yeah. from your previous hat? Yeah. Is that I was at school with a girl and there was this sweet boy, James Hanbury, if you're listening, he's yeah. probably dead by now. Oh. I really fancied him and <laughs> liked him in that sort of six and a half year old crush. Yeah. And yeah. this girl went was sucking his lollipop at a party. <laughs> Not a euphemism, I hope. Sucking, there were lolly, you know when you have to suck the lollipop off the string? Yes. So it's all getting Not very really, rampant. really, no. Anyway, there was yeah. this thing. Thing, Joe, there was this thing at childhood parties and you'd have a lollipop and who could get to the bottom of the lollipop right. whatever anyway she sucked his lollipop and I was very upset because she was teasing you know she was teasing me with it so we had a needlework on a Monday morning and she had a long plaid oh yeah and she only had half a plaid oh my god by the end of the day I am wild wow. with scissors but generally with yeah. fake hair yeah. Like lovely Alex Steiner, that was a fake hair movie. <laughs> but um, and I felt it didn't suit. So I was just like, please, Alex, go back to your normal hair. But um, to so then I'm sent away to sporting school. But what I end up doing because I live abroad, and most of the girls live in England. Is I had all these weird little things. I lived in Germany and France. So I'd bring things back to school, like Benetton came back, and 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 little beauty things and stationery. And I always love transforming a girl mm. so you know she'd try my bent stuff and feel she felt cool and I'd say great and that's where then when I was 28 and I found my passion which started off you know in the column in the telegraph but making over women it came from that yeah many routes in between lots of should I be a banker you know that kind of wacky mm. stuff yeah and then realizing no you're very bad at that um get back to where you could be good let's just stop and imagine that for a minute i can imagine yeah. no no yeah. i mean I, you'd boss it obviously oh, i was but... i was myself and and 50, 59 men on a trading floor. But also, you've been obsessed, though, with skincare since, since you know, your teens, since yeah? Since then, since the teens. And, and I started with Clinique Three Step. I bought a Lord & Taylor in New York, and my godmother gave me the money, and this mm. was like, you know, all we had was simple. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my yeah. God. And that got me on a path of what's in it, what will it do? And then I went through every single antibiotic to get rid of my skin, and then I did a CO2 laser to get rid of the scarring. And then I religiously got involved in different skincare routines and all my friends when they came to my house would end up in my bathroom because they'd want to know what to put on their face and then I'd do their makeup and then when I was traveling and doing all the shows with Susanna abroad when we finished filming here we we sort of you know had no more people wanting to watch some TV here and we made about 26 series over about four years in 16 countries so I was always on a plane and I take all my makeup and mudge it together, mudge colours together. Take all my skincare, mudge, mudge, mudge. Is that a word? Yeah, I yeah. like it. Mush it together. Yeah. Um. Thank you. And and out of that was born the business I've got now, Trini London. Was that wanting to have something that suited me? So finding colours that suited me. It took me a long time to work out what suited me. Yeah. I'm still learning. 
and to be able to listen to all those women who I've made over and maybe in a 20 year career I've made over about 5,000 women of all wow. the questions they would ask and, and say please help me with how do I go to the makeup counter and choose something how do I know what suits me can I wear a red lip should I use this moisturiser how do I layer products so that really has, is, is what made me start and so now you've got this genius stacking stack. stack. system I've got my stack. is this what because you're wearing a rather interesting ring. Yes, yeah. I am. I we am. can just describe that, so, which so is this, one of your stack pots. It's a, well, it, I have a very old friend called Katie Brain, who I did my first business with when I was 16, called Booze Unlimited. You would definitely do business with someone called Brain. <laughs> Brain. Katie you, would, totally. you would, but she was, yeah. in fact, a very ditzy blonde at the time, but fabulous. <laughs> and Katie has a ring company called Leg and Brain. It does amazing, large, mad rings. And I always have worn them for 20 years. Yeah. But every year, she gives me a ring for my birthday. And this year, she turns up and she's painted the inside of a pot yellow. And she's put on a lovely base. I mean, I'll just tell you in diameter, they're two and a half centimeters, yeah. this huge thing. And then what I'm doing now is any new color I'm developing sits in that pot. So at the moment, I'm developing oh, this genius. color. Oh, genius. beautiful, yeah. bright, and, poppy red uh, there. Poppy red with a bit of glitz. And I'm just mushing to get mushing. Yeah, mushing again. Um, and, and you can, um, you know, and I can even punch away on, any would-be predators. You know? but, but essentially, if you, if you haven't seen it, you're, you, all the things you need, essentially, for your day, your face yes. ev- makeup yeah. every day, so, you can stack in one yeah. very sort of neat stack. So right. little pots, which can I just tell you in... It's like Lego. It's yeah. like Lego. But when I started this... I said to my designer, they need to stack together, they need to be airtight. Mm-hmm. And we worked with a company called Copac that does packaging, and we did 12 prototypes to get to a place where it worked, where it looked beautiful enough, where it held around the uh, right amount of ingredient. All my um, cosmetics are hot poured, so mm-hmm. I had to have compatibility testing in the pots and get that working. And then they had to snap together. and click. There you and go. Undo. Hear that snap, people. Snap and I click. Mean, it was all the stuff that goes into what essentially now looks like this beautiful, glamorous, sort of on-brand Trini product. But you've been in the factories doing all of this. I spent three years developing formulas. Mm. I mean, it's, it's in the making. We launched last October, but we start, I started on it in 2000. I mean, friends remember my coming to their homes with things I'd stacked years ago even. I mean, reminding me that it was like six years ago. So this yeah. idea has been in my head a long time. And like many things, anyone who's in one job and and dreams of another or dreams of being an entrepreneur it sits in your head and if it sits in your head and it stays there you never you never destroy the dream but you never realize it yeah and that's where a lot of women and i was at for quite a long time and i had it sitting on my kitchen table my embryonic version which I'd actually taken to Leonard Lauder a few years before. And he'd said, when you have got 2 million, 200 million revenues, I'll buy that business. I think it's a great idea. Go and do it. Mm. And I went back home. And then somebody who worked in beauty said, Trini, I really researched this. And I think it's a very good idea because it's personalization. You're going to show people what they should wear and, you know, what they suit. And it's also very convenient and easy. Mm. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. I've got to do it. So... I had no more income by that stage because when you write books and you do telly, you get residue income and then it sort of dries up. Right. <laughs> so I got to stage where I was really, it was a barren land in more ways than one. My period was stopping and it was drying up. I mean, like double whammy. And which was worse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The yeah. rivers needed to flow again. Okay? So, somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So I, um, I then thought to myself, I, when I'd done these shows, I had a lot of clothes and I had this house that was too expensive, which I've rented out now couldn't afford to live in you know it's like when you overscale mm-hmm. and I'd overscale at the wrong time and so I then decided to do a sale so I went to Emily's list really good list oh, yeah, you know yeah. Emily's list and I and about 400 
mail outs later, I had three days in my house and I sold 60 grand of clothes. Oh wow. my God. <laughs> you can't imagine how much I already had, which I'd, I'd collected over 10 years. And I still have a bit of it left, but I had some really interesting pieces. And that kept my business going and me funded for so a that, year and a half. That funded Trini London. Yeah. So wow. that funded it before I got funding, before See, I got a chance. It was clever to buy all those clothes. Yeah. It was, See, retrospectively. You, <laughs> you know, when, when, I, when my partner at the time was saying, Trini, really, you're going to spend that on us? And I was saying, it's my money, I'm going to. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, for those that don't know, you can go to the website. It's very, I said, it's a personal thing. So you go, it's very easy to match what yeah, you need. Yeah, because I think I'd also, the other that thing ambulance is going oh, there, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Ambulance yeah. drill. Yeah. Yeah. So I think of these 5,000 women in my head and my experience, I'd go to makeup counters and I wouldn't necessarily think, do I want the person behind that counter um, to tell me what to wear? Because I didn't maybe appreciate how they did their makeup. Or I get outside and the foundation they put on me because the lights were so different was not right. Mm. And I thought to myself, we sort of feel the best trust is touch and feel a product. But in fact, it can't. It's not always. So could we do something where we could get all these women and make make a sort of algorithm, make a, a piece of software that would mm. actually help you? So. Then Charlotte, who's my makeup artist, who did your makeup ages ago, and I, in my bathroom, had about 300 women. They come in from Santa Seabag Montefiore, yeah. Flora Fraser, to young friends, nieces and nephews. Everyone, because we wanted all combinations of skin, hair and eye. And then we put them on this big chart on the wall, and we saw which products suited them and which didn't, which they could wear, which they could wear best. And in the end, that became 500 people and then 800 people. And from that, we made this algorithm so that you could go in and you could say, I have tawny blonde hair, I've got skin which is peaches and cream, but you can watch a video to see somebody describe their skin, because yeah. we all describe our skin differently, and you know your eye colour generally. Mm. Um, and then we say, okay, you suit this. So the miracle, the, the reward for me, is when we get, we get very nice reviews, but somebody will say, you know, I got the stuff back and my foundation was the right colour and better than when I went into part store, mm. and I think, that's it working its best. Yeah. So that's exciting. I mean, and that is, James, you won't know this, but that's the holy grail. Well, I know. I mean, yeah. I do. But, uh, James does. James, do you, do you ever wear makeup? Well, no, I like, I mean, I like. I like do you wear uh, concealer? No, I will, so if, I, if I'm having a bit of a bad under eye day, I will a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was going to ask you, actually, obviously as the one man at the table, is there anything in your range that well, you, well, is sort of is, unisex? I think that there's everything that you want depending on how far you want to go. So I do have on Facebook and Instagram male followers, mm -hmm. quite a few male followers. And some are sort of pervy men from Indonesia um, because you go on the homepage of Instagram and then well, you get you know, pervy men from Indonesia. as long as they're Indonesia. spending. <laughs> and then yeah. others are a man who just says, you know, can this work for a man? I go, of course it can. The concealer mm -hmm. can. You know, bronzer, we've got a bronzer which is a brilliant colour, the darker shade for a man's, because when you have a beard and you exfoliate naturally yeah. with your beard, you can wear mm -hmm. slightly stronger um, uh, tan unless you're very Scottish, pale, yeah. whatever. Um, so there are a few, but, um, but this is the first step. So we are mm. launching, we will over the next three years, launch three more categories of things. Yeah. And, and a lot of those will be very relevant for men. Oh, yeah. watch this space. Well, Trini, I mean, obviously it is, and also just to say as well, the price point I think is genius because it's not expensive. And also you've proven that you're, you are kind of on a mission to basically claim some time back for women. Women, You think women are spending far too much time putting their daily faces well, I kind on. Of, I feel that sometimes we, a lot of the time I'll go to a makeup counter and I'll 
have the makeup put on me and I'll think it's fabulous and I'll get home and I think, oh, how do I recreate that? So exactly. I've done, and even on Tilbury, who I love her products, I'll suddenly get back and think, how do I do that eye again? You yeah. Know? Mm. And so I wanted something where literally, if I'm doing an eye, if I got an eye, of course I haven't got an eye product. <laughs> oh, I have actually, I got a magician. But I literally want to be able to put it on with my fingers and feel that the pigment is right and that I can just have no mirror and, and do Trini it. Trini is demonstrating this yeah. right just now. Putting it on. And that's exactly what she's doing yeah. with no mirror. And, and it the works. confidence that gives a woman. So that you can do it in, in two minutes. minutes. Yeah. And I will literally, do, when people say, tell me what five products, yesterday there was a question. Yeah. Tell me what five products you would use to do your makeup in five minutes. And I say, I'll do my whole makeup in a minute because I cannot do it endlessly on Instagram at the mm. end of Facebook Amazing. or Instagram. And I want women to think, I don't have to spend time because we don't really have much time. No. So you can have one in the car and you can, you know, you're, you know when you, if you have kids and you pick them up from school gate and you suddenly see every mother is a bit more looking glamorous and you're just going, <laughs> yeah. shush, shush, yeah. hi. Yeah, you know, like in the car. Yeah, and, and just there's, there's moments when we feel we don't want to be caught short, but there's moments, you know, there's moments when I'll take time doing my makeup because I think the reason also I didn't want brushes is I feel it's very important we feel our face for many reasons, but... You know, I went to see a lovely lady, de Mamiel, who's a who's a um, acupuncturist, and she has this very good cleansing balm. It's the best cleansing balm I think has been made. And she said at the end, how much do you touch your face? And I said, a lot. She said, it's so important because that relationship we have with our body, you know, t- if I try and work out what I'm trying to say, we have so many images every day shown at us of you know, filter people and especially younger people of, of that kind of perfect image. And then we're very quick to look at ourselves in the mirror, and I've seen this with countless women for body and face, and we will go immediately to the thing that we don't like. So it's the spot, the bad hair day, the tired looking skin, the sagging jowl, the boobs that have gone on the floor, whatever. We look at that thing. So we cannot see ourselves objectively. And even when we have a picture, that's why whenever I did makeups on women, I would um, take a picture of them and show them the photograph because it made them look at their whole body instead of looking in the mirror physically Mm. where they went to the bit they didn't like. But the same applies for a face. So when we, some people come to our office in London, they, we have a little pop-up, and they do their makeup with us, and we make them use their fingers. And it's that thing of feel where your cheekbones are. Feel where your brow bone is. So don't just look in the mirror and let that story tell you something. Feel it on your face with your finger, and I think it's a more intimate relationship. That's interesting, yeah. yeah. So I think it, it gets you back in sync a bit. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, do check out the products because it's obviously going really, really well. And I can't wait to see the men's range now. I know. Well. Um, but right now, Trini, are you ready? I, well, again, <coughs> I'm you're, as ready as I'll ever be. You're born ready for this, Trini. No, I'm, I'm hot and you, sweaty. You right just don't now. have enough opinions, I don't think, Trini. I'm not sure you're ready for Is It Just Me? <laughs> but let's set the world to some right, shall yeah, we? we? Okay. Can so do that. Let's yes. do it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, Joe, Trini. First up today on Is It Just Me? Is it just me who has a uniform? And when I say that, I outfits that I will pretty much religiously wear time and time again. And also when I know I've got to do a certain task or achieve a certain thing with my day. Um, I didn't used to be like that. I used to be very much like a, like a magpie, going to my wardrobe, I would never think it out. Whereas now I kind of have, and I do bulk buy things knowing right, I can throw that together in one minute and mm-hmm. I can be out the door. So I do think there's actually a benefit for it. But I, I guess I'm worried that I probably am not as brave as I used to be with my fashion. I used to not care. Mm-hmm. I would throw on anything, I'd try out any trend. But I do think maybe is that because the older you get, the more you know what works for you. And so, and also, yeah, we, we are busier. But I mean, where do we all sit on this one? I mean, do you guys have a, war, um, a, war, a uniform? I think that, I think I possibly do have a certain aesthetic, but I am a real magpie. I mean, I've just chucked out 10 bin bags of clothes from my wardrobe because it was just ridiculous mm. and I couldn't find anything but it, it really brings out an anxiety in me because I'm like oh I love that but I love that oh but that's so pretty and I love that so I, there's there's a real sort of like eclecticism still in that wardrobe but then I'm looking at you Trini and I've got a lot of metallic blouses I've got that jacket that you're wearing <laughs> yeah I think I, I actually do look a lot at your style I think we've got a similar I think we yeah. have taste yeah but um I don't know I probably do my husband does say to me oh those new trousers they're like another 12 pairs <laughs> yeah. you've got in your wardrobe yeah, and I yeah, say you're shut up your own but, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. but yeah. I think there's a bit to everything I think we get to an age where we know what suits us and we know mm. what suits our body shape and we understand our body shape so I think that's a really important point and if you're somebody whose weight has generally remained within a certain amount over the years that will be resonate stronger with you if you're somebody who's a weight fluctuator that's when you can lose your style more because you just suddenly have a new body and you Mm. don't know how to deal with it so it takes away your confidence Um, and I've had generally the same weight and we're sort of the same we're slightly boyish figures your legs proportionally longer than mine for your shape mine is shorter and my body is longer but I know I love classic pieces, so I love navy. I don't like black. I love navy. Yeah. So we know. So yeah. color palettes, I think, are if you find the colors that suit you, that's the thing that's the most of somebody's uniform before anything else. And then shapes come second. So oh, really, yeah. I know that for me, when I discovered the slightly cropped trouser, it made me feel. And this was cropped trousers came in. Um, as a, a trend and now thank god they're a staple exactly. like the jumpsuit yeah. the skinny jean but in the time when it was a trend people think is a trend over what I discovered is a way for me age 48 to feel cool because that tiny one inch of a crop allowed me to show a cool shoe and made me not feel frumpy. So, oh, God, exactly you know, the that, same. That's, that little tiniest and, thing. And I loathe winter because <laughs> my um, crop trouser options suddenly get limited. Reduced. And mm. it's very, very vexing because I don't feel, yeah. I never feel like I'm dressed as me 
in winter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's that's yeah. when I'm more of a skirt and tight person. I mean, I have a question for you though, Shani, because you know I have a lot of actually my male friends. I've got, I've become their sort of unofficial go-to. Like they they always want me to go shopping with them. They will send me pictures of outfit combinations yeah. that I have to approve before so they'll put like them the on. You're like the male trini. Well, well I, I I can but wish to become the male trini. But but in all honesty, I guess my worry is and. and and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. I do sometimes worry, am I just forcing my aesthetic on them? Because, you know, I again, I know what works yeah, for me. I know. And don't get me wrong, I'm totally aware that I've got male friends who are all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So I know that the same jacket or the same crop of trouser or the you know, the, the fit of a trouser mm-hmm. is not going to work for all of them. And I would never do that. Yeah. But, you know, I do have very strong opinions on men's jeans. They should be pretty much straight leg, dark denim. I hate anything overly overly washed or fussy. I think it just looks awful. So, you know, I, I have very strong opinions. And I do sometimes worry, oh, are you just basically forcing that on everyone? I mean, I, where, where do you okay, stand I'll on that? I'll tell you what I think on that, that there's something where you could say bad taste, good taste, which mm-hmm. is a really old-fashioned approach. But yeah. when you describe your gene, to me, I would say good taste. Yeah. Because I think anything else, the gene is walking in the door through before you are. That's how I and feel, And also yeah. it's not flattering your figure the most. No. But you've got to have those principles around dressing to then make the definition between bad and good taste. Mm. But I think colour is the thing that you might say to somebody, you never wear a darker shirt and a light jacket, whatever. Yeah. You know, we have certain rules that we put on ourselves. And when I do my my Instagram and Facebook, I dress for myself. Mm. And so quite a few people say, I love that, but I'm an hourglass figure. And then I started doing Friday twinning mm. with Chloe, who's a size 14 to 16, because I had a lot of people saying, you're in Zara, you're in Zara again. And I'm like, it's a universal store and I'm yeah. not paid by anyone. And I just think the clothes work. Yeah. So this week, it was so shit in Zara, I have to tell you. I went in the sweat nothing. <laughs> I haven't had time with my new <laughs> job. Know, obviously not. You it. just got net- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got deliveries. Excuse me, let me stop that one. But very, so, nah, take that back. So um, I think that it was really important because I knew that I had a responsibility to my audience for them to think, okay, I follow Trini because I like her skincare and thing advice, but Chloe now every Friday does twinning with me. So we go and Sarah together and she's a 14 to 16 and we see what can we both wear and how do we wear it differently. So mm. that's because it's my job a bit for yeah. you you're giving advice to friends yeah. james so they just like your taste yeah. your good taste that's well, what that no but that's what they're, they're, they're well, doing maybe that's what they're i guess doing. i guess what i sometimes worry about is you know because i guess our harshest critics would say to us oh what does it matter you know you should you should wear what makes you feel good you should have fun with clothes and, and i guess sometimes i do worry oh am i just robbing people of the fun i mean and ultimately it is frivolous and silly and you can wear what you want but, whatever makes you but, feel good but it's but, not because we does, all feel yeah. to a great or lesser degree judged by our peers so you have to have tremendous self-confidence yeah. to think i'll throw on anything exactly. today and don't you feel better when you feel like you look yeah, oh, no, oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess, yeah. I've said this before, I think, on the podcast, you know, it, it sounds incredibly arrogant, but I think I've got to a point in my life now where I very rarely say to somebody, what do you think of this? Because I kind of know. Yeah. So, you know, whereas I've got lots of friends who I can see when I'm, we're getting ready together, will always say, oh, and they'll try on so many different things, or, oh, this isn't working, what do you think of this, what do you think of this? Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, I don't ever think to ask that, but I guess maybe that comes with just age and knowing what works for you and maybe having a uniform I think that's why I think having a base uniform and being a little bit obsessed yeah I mean we all quite like it and are passionate about it some people hate dressing I find it so difficult think about clothes way too much actually it's probably another podcast topic altogether but I I think you've said this as well you definitely feel like you know you now get dressed I think you find it easier to get dressed now than you did when you first started working in women's magazines and fashion magazines because you've learnt 
your uniform. Yeah. You, oh, you've certainly got. I used yeah. to cling to people like you in my office, Trini, like a barnacle. Yeah. Because okay. like, what do I think? Of? Do I like this? Tell yeah. me. Do I? Do I? Yeah. It took me a long time to grow that confidence. Yeah. So in a weird way, I think actually yeah, having the uniform does claw you back you time, the, and it yes, gives you a lot does. less anxiety because mm-hmm. you just kind of can throw things on and you know. can then branch out because you yeah. said you're exactly. a magpie but you you have the opportunity exactly what you're saying James to be a magpie because you have the safety of your a uniform yeah. if you yeah. were just a magpie you wouldn't have that identity to come back to yeah. and that's the safety levels in which to experiment well, so get a uniform get everyone. a uniform everyone get on yes. board maybe not like Mark Zuckerberg's though that's really oh, boring that's really yes. boring yes. Yes. Is it just me who only gets... Well, actually, I get fo- four phone calls a day, but they're all from my daughter. <laughs> and that's it. Nobody calls me. Right. Zero. I mean, maybe if I'm on a trip abroad and we're all trying to find somewhere and got lost, mm. um, but generally not. Well, I, I think this is a, it's a dying art. The, the phone <laughs> conversation, genuinely, I think, I have friends for a fact. If they send me a text and I'm feeling really like, oh, I just can't be bothered to type, I just... I will call them straight back. Yeah. It will go to voicemail. Because I know they're sat there, the phone's ringing, they're freaking out. They actually... And, yeah, we've had actually Fern Cotton, who um, used to work for, write for us when we worked on Glamour, and she did a whole column about she's terrified of the phone. She, does, she actually gets anxiety when her phone rings. Mm. But I don't have that. Well, I quite yeah, like well, an old-fashioned phone chat. No, so she's right to have anxiety. Because <laughs> I am telling you, I would say the last two years, every time I've picked up the phone to an unknown number, I've always regretted it. That is true. Always. Yeah, I it's always... Yeah. PPI, someone who I owe money. Um, today I had a very, very, very boring, very long conversation that I didn't need to have with a. Um, I'm not going to say. But I know, but I know you mean. But I mean, you regret those calls. But my, oh my I'm too nosy. In my, in my yeah. phone rings. I, I know a private number or a number I don't know. Or uh, you're uh, too nosy, but that's it. I have to yeah, answer it. Yeah, so I are you wanting too. more phone calls, Trini? Is that what you're asking for? No. What's your number? <laughs> no. What's your number? I'll call yeah, you. Yeah, we'll call you all the time. A couple of um, times a day. I get. I mean, I do get from my partner. He has unknown numbers. So, mm. but then I know it's him. There's him and one other woman who calls me who has unknown numbers. So mm. I know it's one of the. Those two. One day you're going to get the shock of your life. <laughs> but I do Me get... Me and Joe. Abby National. I know. No, but I don't really... I, I try not to answer the phone. But I do... This is the only thing for me. I do messages. And the As problem, in voice messages, you'll send no, the voice notes. No, I don't. And oh. I don't listen to my voice messages, which is the bane of my sister's life, because she always leaves me voice messages. I don't listen to voice I messages. I just phone the person no. back. Right. But... Yeah. Um, I think on my phone, there are nine ways people can get in touch with me. So Facebook, Facebook DM, Trini London, Facebook, Facebook DM, um, WhatsApp, messages, uh, Instagram, direct messages, Trini London, direct messages, um, and voicemail. So there's, there's nine there. I will look at my messages more than WhatsApp. So I have a lot of friends who are on WhatsApp, and I've never really got into WhatsApp, mm. but I've got into instant messages, DM messages on Instagram. Mm. But my Instagram is open, so I have to scroll through to my friends who might be DMing me. So right. it's not a... And I don't have another Instagram. I just have one. I mean, I had two for a second, and I have the business one, and I have my own personal one. I wouldn't then have a private one. It's like, yeah. it's all too it's exhausting. Much. Yeah. Um, so in a way, even though I might have got 10 years ago 15 phone calls in a day, today I'm contacted by about... 60 people through the day and then that's not counting 100 emails so it, it's I, more I efficient feel, I suppose well the thing is it's more efficient because you can get things done without speaking to people I think with my email thing I have quite a strict thing now so whenever I'm on a plane I have to empty my email inbox 
I have to deal with things. So things build up and then, you know, when you open and then you think, I'll deal with that in a few days or whatever. And then it becomes less important, but you know it's important to them. And I know that if I'm sitting in somebody's inbox and they haven't responded to me, I know that's an important email to me. So there's a responsibility and a politeness and an etiquette, you know, to get through them. And so that's more my challenge. So the phone is the least important thing, the phone call. And Lila calls me and, you know, for a girl at boarding school, she'll call me at 7.30, she'll call me at 11, she'll call me at 1, she'll call me at 4, she'll call me at, before she goes about 8.30. And friends in her class, their parents say, she calls me twice a week. So I kind of think she's 14, I should be grateful she calls That's me That's so lovely, much. I think. Really yeah. And, nice. you know, she calls me a bit because there's only me, because she's mm. not a dad. So, you know, she has that thing of anyone who's lost a parent that she wants to always know I'm there. Yeah. And if she can't get hold of me, and I suddenly say, I'm doing a live, she'll just keep calling <laughs> and interrupt and interrupt. Because I should always know that, you know, she is She's the most important person in my life and she will reiterate that to me in case for a second I forget <laughs> it. You know? That's like my daughter sent, yeah. sent yeah. me a barrage of texts one day that just said, hello, I'm going to keep calling you until you answer me. I've called you a thousand times. How old is she? She's 13. Exactly. So, so, oh yeah. my God. I only get the phone call if, yeah. if there's money needed yeah, in any sort of urgent Well, I think, but I think that's sadly where we've yeah. got to, haven't we? I think now we only really call people when you're in trouble. And I think that's sometimes how often you'll yes. go, what's wrong? You're not, whereas... I mean, everyone yeah, laughed at me. True. When I moved into my house about 18 months ago, I made a big deal. I, I really embraced my landline again. So I, I bought an old-fashioned rotor, so one of those phones. That you wrote, uh, People uh, call you on it? Well, no, basically, what I did is I have a, my chair with this cushion no and the table and the telephone, the old-fashioned telephone. And when I sit on my sofa and I've had a long day and I look over and I see the phone, I see the chair, I go, when did you last call your mum? And I get up and I physically sit in that chair and I pick up and I'm not distracted. I'm not walking around my house on my mobile. I'm literally. You're not on the text or seeing what I'm glued to a chair and I'm literally very much, you know, there to talk to my mum or to my dad or whatever. And I've tried to encourage my friends to get on board with calling because I would. I'd love yeah. more people to call me. But, but is it, is it a, a, like one of the ones where, so if they've got a few zeros in the number, is it like the real ringing round <laughs> one that it goes? Sadly, it's not. It looks like one of those, but it's actually like a punch dial, but still. Can you imagine the time when, you know, <laughs> in Australia, dialing an ambulance was three zeros? Oh, my okay. God. Zero. All the way around. <laughs> yeah. Zero. But, yeah, like I definitely feel... You know what's interesting yeah. in this song of what you're saying is that you're... Um, you're dialing the people whose numbers you remember because I true. don't know that's true. so many people. I know my sister's number. I don't know my partner's number. Yeah. I don't know my daughter's phone number. No, I that's true. You are you know, very... She tests yeah. me on it and goes, you don't know the number. And I'm thinking, she said, how do you know Wiggle's number? Or how do you know Mark's number? I said, because I've God, known this really number for 30 point. years. Yeah. I know Susanna's number. Yeah. I know three of my yeah. oldest girlfriend's numbers. And so but that's your right, of, yeah. You know, because in our phone we use them. Yeah, I don't know hardly anyone's actual mobile numbers. Do you do this thing? I think in Italy, I learned this in Italy, where all the Italians do it, and I do it. And I think people think it's rude, but I can't be bothered leaving a voicemail, so I just ring so that they see I've called. Because <laughs> I they think do that the, yeah, that's completely social. Well, the missed acceptable. call, missed yeah, call. So basically. then, then you know I've called you. Well, but yeah, I don't honest, want to leave the whole big thing. No, I, so I'm only going to say I, it again anyway. I think that's quite common yeah, though. Yeah, it's very rare I would get a voicemail. I just get a missed call normally. They, yeah, that's enough yeah. of a calling card yeah. to say I called call me back yeah. and but, I, th- I think that's kind because I do not I have no truck with the long voicemail yeah. no and Should I have a few that. friends who will say please do not leave a message I have one my old agent <laughs> Michael Foster who's divine but he'll just go please don't leave a message because it drives me insane and yeah. I won't be able to deal with it I mean, it's it, like his voicemail like, something like <laughs> that I value the honesty. Well, you can call it now to get things yeah. but it's like 
I'll never let whatever he says. It's like an essay, but it makes it okay, possibly. Yeah. Really weird phrase. Don't leave the message. Yeah. But, okay, so where are we leaving in this one? I, I, think, I think. Come on, people. Know, phone each other more, I say. Do we say phone each other more? No. I think, uh, <laughs> okay, I'd like some more phone no, no, calls. No, no, but... no, no. Well, you just go and sit in your corner. I, I'm not going to print my number phone. anywhere. Can I just say, I yeah. think the thing you've said about your parents, because my mum is in a home because she has a bit of Alzheimer's, and. I was thinking today, I haven't spoken to her for three days. So mm. even though she might forget I've called, um, yeah. it's still important for yes. me. So I think, that, I think that thing as kids, anywhere between you know, 30 and 60, we've got parents who are getting older mm-hmm. and they really enjoy that yeah. phone call. Agreed. That's make that phone call. Yeah, if you're going to make one, make yeah. those phone yeah. calls. Very important. Yeah. Okay. So mum, if you could just be in from the horse's paddock just once. <laughs> Can I just say? I do try. You're, you're sounding like your daughter. <laughs> mum, you're never in. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely love getting your emails at our email address is it just me podcast at gmail.com it validates us you know we're very very needy people really so needy. please do email <laughs> uh natalie adams has emailed us to say james and joe is it just me who plays podcast twice possibly but i'm not hating that yes we um, do. seriously love your content she says thank you natalie and look forward to my weekly tuesday commute here in australia oh hello g'day <laughs> i can't even do the aussie accent anymore. <laughs> my, my journey is slightly less annoying than a london commute i get a seat settle in and have zero hair in mouth or armpits in my face well then i'm just so jealous of you right now um i love the fact that you digress with your guests as if you're in someone's living room yeah, that's because we're completely unprofessional <laughs> um, i miss my friends since emigrated to Wales, and this gives me loads of comfort so thank Oh, that's so brilliant. That's lovely to hear. Now, you've got a great one, Natalie, and this is a perfect one for twin, for Twinny. You got my look. Uh, <laughs> question. Is it just Natalie Adams who finds it fascinating that people put a full face of makeup on on the train? Let's yeah. start off yeah. with Japan, because I was in Japan and um, three weeks ago, and they had this thing that that men complained about women putting makeup on the on the underground. Yes, I remember. And they like literally were going to sort of uh, ban it or something. So I took great pleasure in putting my stack on on the Japanese underground and just like, you know, thinking, screw you, we have a right to do anything anywhere if it's not offensive. But but wow. there's an I- element here. Is it offensive to see somebody putting on their makeup because that's why you would not want them to do it? Sorry, big yeah. siren outside. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's um, in big trouble uh, with yes. a big siren. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, that's what, uh, that was how I was going to take this, actually. I was going to say, I don't understand why anyone would get offended by anyone doing it. I think it, it or... depends. I think if it's a really, really crowded London yeah. train and there's very minimal personal space, yeah. mm. then I do find it a bit stressful when someone's waving around a foundation bottle or... Um, yeah, you know, I, I do. Um, but it, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be overly upset no. about it. I, mean, I tend to be more fascinated because I cannot uh, do makeup in a, in a moving yeah. situation. Yeah, I so find I'm myself always, staring. I'll be yeah, honest. I, yeah. I find it quite sort of intoxicating. I'm always like really I, I intrigued. Mean, I, to I watch. know what I want to do, which which I've been wanting to do for a while, is because when I launched Trinity London, I was going to get twenty actresses on the tube just doing their makeup and just showing the difference. But what we're going to do is a series of little videos of a woman with, you know, that whole pile and then with the little stacks it takes so little yeah. time. But I think that many women do not have time apart from on that commuter journey because their time is so limited yeah. to do their makeup anywhere else. Or they would do it. Like yeah. who wants to have to be reduced to doing your makeup on a tube. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to do it in the at home in your bathroom. You obviously haven't had time. Yeah. You know, or tell me where where do you stand on this? Because probably even more important than putting on makeup is flossing. Uh, but how would you <laughs> okay. feel about when, uh, being me sitting next to the woman one day who was flossing her teeth 
on the train. It's like public nose picking. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. Well, I'm, yeah. and my equivalent yeah. of this, and I may have said this before, yeah, uh, but I, I, it, I was horrified when a woman on a bus was clipping her fingernails and I, could oh! see, and I could see them literally flying off and hitting people in the back of the head and I was just like that is so gross because you, you know don't how know much... what London's like the rest of you there's so much bacteria under your fingernails and I was so, just like ugh okay so what are we saying here do we draw a line between what's it called offertory when it's, when it's to would... do with the orifices on your yeah. body I just think I mean I, I think you, you can draw a line because I think that is a bit weird that's actually like ablutions I would call it putting on your yes. makeup is not like you know going, no yeah. agreed a, a fine yes. word we don't use enough ablutions very good um, but the only weird time I get vaguely stressed is when I once saw a girl curling her lashes on a tube and I guess for me the anxiety came from you know how suddenly a tube can grind to a halt I, and I just had visions of damage. her yanking forward and literally plucking out all of her eyelashes or mm. taking her eye at ball out yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the only time I get a little bit tense okay. but I mean generally speaking come on I mean it's not as bad as the man who ate an entire fish supper on a tube that was rush hour packed literally on his lap a fish deep, chips yeah battered mm-hmm. cotton chips okay. and you can imagine it hot as hell on the yeah. tube yeah. I mean I have far more issues with that than I do yeah. with a girl putting on some blusher and some eyeliner can you put mascara on in a moving vehicle Yes, I, I can. can. But I, can't. I don't particularly <laughs> like to, and the results can be really dodgy. But I think I'm with you, yeah. Tony. It's absolutely it's because everyone is so busy, and you know, you you basically don't have the time to do it. So, so yeah. we're fine with it. We are fine. Everybody with it. out there, just relax. Yeah, exactly. If you but, see me yeah. on the train, I'm not judging you. Yeah, just don't unless you're flossing. Or don't curl your eyelashes and uh, don't, don't eat fish cur- suppers. Yeah. and don't cut your nails. What a note to end on. <laughs> yeah. What- <laughs> As we always say, Trini, we're not scared to go there, you know, yeah, and talk about so the really right. important matters on Is It Just Me? Um, thank you so much for thank joining you. us, I Trini. Loved it. We, we have knew loved you'd be having brilliant. you. I've enjoyed your outfit very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as well as too. your company. Yes, we're, we are having a navy trilogy today. We are. We're in our uniforms, yeah. well and truly, aren't we? It's a good base. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, good luck with everything, Trini. I mean, obviously, I, I, it looks like you're going from strength to strength, and it's great to have you back. Thank you. Because, um, you know, you, like I said, you were the pioneer of the makeover show. Know. And, and you so... know, I'm doing it now on Facebook Watch. Oh. And I'm starting on Monday because I went to see Facebook last week, and I went to see Nicola Mendelssohn, and I went to see these people who do Watch, which is these, they give certain people this show called Watch. So they gave it to me, and there's not many hundred in the world. And I was like, oh, because I have Fantastic. quite high figures on my, I have like 60,000 people watch alive on yeah. my Facebook. Mm. So, um, I said to Chloe and Ross, I said, we're going to make a show. I'm not going to wait because ch- I was chatting with the BBC and chatting with other people. I thought, I don't want to be edited in a certain way. I don't want somebody to presume their values on me. We'll make it. So we did a shout out this morning. We said we're casting. We want six women. We want them at this stage of their life, all different stages. We're going to take you to Zara. You're going to have to buy your clothes because we're on a small budget. <laughs> but I'm going to get your makeup done, your hair done, and we're going to see the progress of six women in a day. I'll be and there. Then we'll, and then we'll have it going out. And I want to do one once a week in the end. And then it's like... I don't need a TV company no. to And you don't need a, a, a bunch of people production. in it and going, oh, well, yeah, it's but a bit too women-focused. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I love you just go yeah. and you do it, Trini. That's great. Because you don't mess about. Do. So also, well, so if anybody is out there and wants to get involved in this, who, 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 well, where, how's they get in touch? Well, okay. because I just literally did a call to action just now. So I don't know if I'll get home and we might have a... Because I've asked them to send a one-minute film, <laughs> oh, okay. which I'll edit into it, of why they want to have it done. So I've right. said, you know, have you... You know, you go into your first job and you've worn the same hair and makeup since you were 16. There's a lot of girls like oh, that going into their first you're job. You're going to get bombarded. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah. it's exciting. It's exciting we can take the... 
we can do it ourselves. Yeah. That's what's exciting. It's Absolutely. very empowering. Well, well, good luck with it because yeah. after all these years, it'll be nice to see you have a success. <laughs> I really, I, it, it just would really, really... Yeah, really it's about time you started doing a bit yeah, more, yeah, really. Yeah. You, you've been yeah. resting a bit too much, I think, Trini. Yeah. You haven't got enough going on in your well, world. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> Trini, thanks so Thank much for joining much, us. Though, and yeah. Thanks for listening, Thank everyone. You. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.